0: Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast, my name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about perineal tears and you can find written notes on this topic at zerotofinals.com slash perineal tears or in the labour and delivery section of the Zero to Finals Obstetrics and Gynecology book. So let's get straight into it. A perineal tear occurs when the external vaginal opening is too narrow to accommodate the baby. This leads to the skin and tissue in that area tearing as the baby's head passes through. Perineal tears can range from a graze to a large tear involving the anal sphincter, which is called a third degree tear, and the rectal mucosa, which is a fourth degree tear. Perineal tears are more common with the first birth, when the woman is nulliparous, with large babies over four kilograms. With shoulder dystocia in women of Asian ethnicity, when the baby is in an occipito posterior position, and with instrumental deliveries. Let's talk about the classification. There are four degrees of perineal tears, and as the degrees go higher, the tears become worse with more injury to the tissue. A first degree tear is when there's injury limited to the frenulum of the labia minora which is where the labia minora meet posteriorly and to the superficial skin. A second degree tear involves the perineal muscles but is not affecting the anal sphincter. A third degree tear involves the anal sphincter but not affecting the rectal mucosa and a fourth degree tear involves the rectal mucosa. Third degree tears can be subcategorized as 3A, involving less than 50% of the external anal sphincter, 3B, involving more than 50% of the external anal sphincter, and 3C, involving the external and the internal anal sphincter. Next, let's talk about management. First degree tears usually do not require any sutures. When a perineal tear larger than a first degree occurs, the mother usually requires sutures to correct the injury. A third or fourth degree tear is likely to need repairing in theatre. Additional measures are taken to reduce the risk of complications. Broad-spectrum antibiotics are used to reduce the risk of infection. Laxatives are used to reduce the risk of constipation and wound dehiscence where the wound separates. Physiotherapy is used to reduce the risk and severity of incontinence and patients are followed up to monitor for long-term complications. Women that are symptomatic after third or fourth degree tears are offered an elective cesarean section in subsequent pregnancies. Next let's talk about complications. The short-term complications after the repair of a perineal tear include pain, infection, bleeding and wound dehiscence where the wound separates or the wound breaking down. Perineal tears can lead to several lasting complications including urinary incontinence, anal incontinence and altered bowel habit which occurs with third or fourth degree tears, a fistula developing between the vagina and the bowel which is a tract between the two systems and this is rare, sexual dysfunction and dysparanunia which is painful sex and psychological and mental health consequences. Next let's talk about episiotomies. An episiotomy is where the obstetrician or the midwife cuts the perineum before the baby is delivered. This is done in anticipation of needing additional room for the delivery of the baby, for example before a forceps delivery. It's performed under a local anaesthetic and a cut is made at around 45 degrees diagonally from the opening of the vagina downwards and laterally to avoid damaging the anal sphincter. This is called a mediolateral episiotomy. The cut is then sutured back together after delivery of the baby. Finally, let's talk about perineal massage. Perineal massage is a method for reducing the risk of perineal tears. It involves massaging the skin and the tissues between the vagina and the anus, which is called the perineum. This is done in a structured way from 34 weeks onwards during pregnancy to stretch and prepare the tissues for delivery of the baby. So thanks for listening to this episode on perineal tears. As always a big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast and I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about active management of the third stage of labour.